This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre-recorded. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account with convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This is Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. It's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home, or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Your hosts for the next radio hour, the mortgage mom, Deanne Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner-operator of the Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, Mark Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. All right, good afternoon. Get ready to laugh and learn here on Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I'm Mark Cumberland, along with my co-host, the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaris. How are you, Deanne? I am just great. Very good. <laughs> we're, yeah, this is the 990 this show. We're almost to 1,000. That's going to be We're going to have to do something for that. And we're excited to be talking to you every Saturday here at 1 o'clock. In fact, this week we're at 12 o'clock, uh, I think because of football, here on WPHT Talk Radio. It's our 15th year. You want to ask us a question about mortgages, commercial, residential real estate, give us a call. My number is 267 266 5501. What's your number, Deanne? My number is 609 605 7153. And call us. We'll answer your questions. I always answer my phone. It could be 499 because I own a real estate school. <laughs> but anyway, we're here to keep you informed every week. And you can listen to this show, past shows at our webpage, Good News and Real Estate. Dot com and also at WPHT's website. So what's coming up today? Coming up on today's show, Mark, we have the market report. Yes. We have business tips with Asking Dr. A. Continuing series. I think we're on the C today. Correct. Yep. We also have Mark's funny story. Got one for you. And we have our mortgage mom topic. Which is what? Rehab loans are back. Mm, investors all like that. Yeah, it's a good product. So, Mark, today we have our questions. Can a homeowner association board of directors restrict open house weekends held by homeowners for sale by owner? All right. Next question is, what do appraisers look for when appraising a home? Next question is, is it normal for a real estate agent to ask for $500 for a credit check? (laughs) Next question is, can you work as a sales agent for one broker and a leasing agent for a different broker? That's a good one. Next question is, do I still have to pay back my mortgage company after they foreclosed on my home? Nah, scroll. <laughs> <laughs> and Mark, the topic of today is seven key real estate trends for 2024 through 2026. Yes. But first, give us your motivational quote. 
And a motivational quote is, never allow a person to tell you who doesn't have the power to say yes. Think about that. I am thinking about that one. Because people are like that. You know, they'll say, yeah, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that. But, you know. Right. Always the pessimist. So where are we at? So, Mark, we are up to the market report. And there is Frank's bell. Frank has a hell of a bell. And Frank, Frank, I'm looking for a gong in case you run into one. <laughs> so anyway, homeowners in Philly find a high bang for their buck, ranking number seven for cities where America found the most value in their neighborhoods, according to a study by All Star Home. I don't know who they are. When it comes to buying a home, affordability is important, but so is the neighborhood where it's located. The study found nearly one in five Americans attribute half of their home's value to their neighborhood. Philly was one of the cities where residents reported being most happy about their home and their neighborhood in comparison to how affordable it was when they bought it. The top cities with the best values now, this one throws me off. Detroit, oh. <laughs> Rochester, and Birmingham. I don't know about Detroit, man. Uh, but, you know, Ted Nugent's from Detroit, so I like Detroit. How do you even- and Detroit's in the playoffs. They haven't been in the playoffs for 33 years. Oh. I'm rooting for, I'm rooting for them. Yeah, me too. Poor Barry Sanders, one of the greatest players of all time, was on Detroit his whole <laughs> career. So he suffered through them 33 years. While some owners reported liking their home more now than when they first purchased it, the majority, nearly three and four, reported it liking it less, which is surprising to me. Neighborhoods and location play a significant role in Americans disliking their cone arm. The most popular reason Americans dislike their neighborhood is because they have weird neighbors, <laughs> followed by unfavorable noise levels. Oh, that, who could that be? That- Homes that are too close to together, rude neighbors, and noisy neighbors. Now, my neighbors actually like my band. They actually (laughs) tell me to open the windows. (laughs) Other complaints include pets, crime, politics. I can see crime and politics being way up on the list. Approximately one in six American cities unruly pets as a reason they dislike their neighborhood. I guess the dog's barking. Well, one in five say that local crime problems have changed their once positive view of the locations. And then Philly's got that problem. I'm hoping this new mayor, which she seems like she's out to do something about it, follows through. Politics also causes tension. One in six say their neighborhood's political views have made them like their neighborhood less. I could understand that. That last mayor in Philly was brutal. Overall, 36% of current homeowners are planning to buy a new home due to disliking their current home location. The top reason for planning on moving were high cost of living, dislike the homes, dislike the neighborhood, dislike the neighbors, high local crime rates, and expensive mortgages. (laughs) (laughs) That was like an interesting market report, actually. Yeah, it is. I think it is. But, uh, you know. (laughs) <laughs> there's, you know, that, there's all kinds of reasons people move, but that was some of them. So tell us about the rates. So speaking of crazy, we are right where I said we were going to be. And I, my prediction is still going to be for them to continue to um, <clears throat> drop down. But right now, 30-year conventional is at 6.625%. Your 15-year fix is at 6%. You have your FHA, your 30-year FHA at 6%. It has kicked down to 5.75. 
um, and your 30-year VA is it also at 6%. So it's time. we are definitely less than we were yeah. in December and November. And it's time for these renters to start buying because, uh, you know, rents are – I ran into somebody last week. My drummer, he owns a painting company, was painting a house uh, down in Northern Liberties, a four-story townhouse. Right. Uh, the people were paying $6,700 a month rent. What? $6,700 a month. That's rent. insane. And there's a bunch of them like that. Why would you even do that? Do, it, like, if you're only going to be there for a few years, do a five-year arm or do a 30. At least you're going to have equity. That's insane. 67, I think it was 67.50 a month. Crazy. You know, kind of mortgage paint, you know, what kind of house you could get for that? Well, that's the, this house was worth like a million something, but a rent of $6,700 a month is ridiculous. That's crazy. I know. All right, so with all that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive, all the time. We'll be right back. On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. If you're planning on listing your home for sale, get your home updated and don't pay anything until the house sells. Really, it's that simple. Curbio, your first stop with your agent before you list the property and your one stop for getting everything from painting and flooring to full home renovations. Go to Curbio.com, sell your home for a higher list price and realize an average 215% return on investment. It's stress-free, it's turnkey, and the process is easy. Go to Curbio.com. Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, the premier real estate school in Philadelphia, has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in Pennsylvania. And it's no wonder. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Total cost, only $4.99, including the book. Day, night, and weekend courses are available. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now. Green Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with the mortgage mom, Deanne Katzeros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let the mortgage mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katzeros, the mortgage mom, NMLS 143589. Click mortgagemom.net. That's mortgagemom.net. All right, rock and roll. Welcome back to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD, all positive all the time. So we're at the end. So, Mark, we are up to your funny story. So this one's called Mom Suspects Her Son's Sleeping With His Roommate. But what she does next is perfect. So this mom visits her son for dinner who lives with a girl as a roommate. During the meal, his mother couldn't help but notice how pretty his roommate was. And she had long been suspicious of the relationship between the two. And this made her even more curious. Of course, as the evening went on, she was watching the two interact, and she started to wonder there was more between him and just being a roommate. Reading his mom's thought, his son volunteered, I know you what you must be thinking, but I assure you, we're just roommates. About a week later, his roommate came to him and says, you know, ever since your mother came to dinner, I haven't been able to find that silver plate that we use. You don't suppose your mother took it, 
do you? And he said, no, nah, I doubt it, but I'll email her just to be sure. And he sat down, he wrote her an email. Dear mom, after your visit, the silver plate has been missing. I'm not saying that you did take the silver plate from my house. And I was saying you don't, didn't take it. But the fact remains that it's been missing ever since you were here from dinner. Love your son. And then she says, uh-oh. <laughs> All right, Dan, you finished the punchline. Dear son, I'm not saying that you do sleep with your roommate. And I'm not saying that you don't sleep with her. But the fact remains that if she was sleeping in her own bed, she would have found the silver plate by now under her pillow. Love, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> that, was that was a good if one. If you have a funny story, send it to 8029 at Comcast.net or give us a call at 267-266-5501. Yeah, and we're coming up on almost 1,000, so I need help. So now it is time for the Mortgage Mom segment with the end, Kat Saris from Green Tree Mortgage. And our topic today is rehab loans are back. So tell me about this. So, Mark, this is such a great product. Um, I, I love it. It just opens up a whole new door for buyers and sellers. Um, we have back our 203K. We also have another conventional, which is called Choice or Renovation. A lot of these loans, you're allowed to basically, let's say you're buying a house right. and you don't like the kitchen. Maybe the pool needs to be rehabbed. You can incorporate these repairs when you purchase the house. So the house that you're looking to purchase is 300000 You want to redo the kitchen. You want to fix the pool. You can add that. So let's say that $300,000 loan, you want to do 50000 in repairs. Now your sale price becomes $350,000. Right. And that's what you base your down payment on. And that's what you're going to pay the mortgage on. So the first one with your 203K, it's an FHA loan. The minimum credit score is a 580. Wow. And the minimum amount of repairs needed that you have to have at least $5,000 in repairs. Now, with your 203K loan, if and if the, all the repairs total under $35,000, we don't need to use a consultant. If they go over $35,000, you're going to need what they call a HUD consultant. And basically, the process of this is pretty simple because you go in just like you do your home inspection, right? But now you're going to bring in a contractor and that contractor is going to tell you what needs to be done, how much it's going to cost, and then he'll get draws for that being done. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think you should still have the uh the consultant anyway. 100%. Because what happens is after the contractor comes in and gives you their bid, the consultant will also make sure that it's FHA compliant and if anything else needs to be done. But the other thing that they add to it is they'll make sure that those costs are in line. Right. And that you're not getting, you know, an outrageous bill um bid from a consultant. And that's a good thing. It is a good thing. Now the contractor has to be licensed and insured and you're not able to do the work yourself. So it's called self-help. They don't allow any of the self-help. So everything that's being done has to be done by a licensed and insured contractor. Right. Same thing with the VA. So the VA has come out with a renovation loan and the minimum credit score is a 580. 
And this is basically designed to help active duty military personnel, reservists, veterans, and also surviving spouses that they can purchase and refinance with this loan. So you can have minor repairs or you can have major repairs. Now, you just can't do anything structural, Mark. And as I mentioned in the beginning about a swimming pool, you can repair a swimming pool, but you're not going to be able to actually put a pool in. Does the place have to appraise at the extra, say they're doing 50 in repairs? Does it have to? Yep. So, All right. Yep. That's the next step. After you get the contractor bid, after the consultant goes out there and he does his, what they call a workup rate order. So now the house is that the repairs and the mortgage come to 350,000. The appraiser takes the contractor's bid and appraises that house as if the work was already completed. So yes, to answer your question, it does have to appraise for $350,000. So you got to have a good agent that knows how to talk to the appraisers and make sure that they understand you're adding value here. Yeah. And most of the time, um, our appraisers are very, very familiar with this product because we used to do it before COVID and they they know how it that's works. That's a great thing because you can buy a house that's a little dated and fix it up. On top of that, you get to decide what colors and how you want it. So you're not buying someone else's style. You're able to make it your own, which is awesome. Right. So if you have any questions on this, feel free to give me a call at 609-605-7153. Again, it's an FHA loan. It's a conventional loan. Minimum credit score on the conventional side is a 620. And minimum credit score on your FHA loan is 580. Damn, you can't beat that. You can't. You can't. The 203K loan has to be owner-occupied. So you look at a house and it's a little... It's almost everything you want, but you want this done in a new kitchen, new bathroom, and you don't really have the funds to do it. And this is a way to do it. Exactly. Yep. And another 50 grand on your loan is going to be minimal monthly. Exactly. Exactly. That's a great program. All right. So coming up next is our question and answer segment. All right. Very good. So with that, you should post that on Facebook and all the sites because everybody needs to know about that. So so now, stay tuned. We'll be right back here on Good News and Real Estate, here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHD, all positive, all the time. We'll be right back. Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account. We're member-owned and offer all the services you're looking for, like mobile banking and free ATM withdrawals. Visit our website at pfcu.com. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. 
Green Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let the mortgage mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katsaros, the mortgage mom, NMLS 143589. Click mortgagemom.net. That's mortgagemom.net. Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, the premier real estate school in Philadelphia, has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in Pennsylvania. And it's no wonder. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Total cost, only $4.99, including the book. Day, night, and weekend courses are available. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now. This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All right. Welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive, all the time. So where are we at, Dan? So, Mark, we are up to our question and answer segment. All right. First question is, can a homeowners association board of directors restrict open house weekends held by homeowners, which is for sale by owner group? I don't know. That would be according to the rules of the HOA. And that, that's why right. people that get involved in buy houses and condos and HOAs need to read the rules because they may or may not allow this. And then some of them have them uh, uh, restrictions on when you sell that they got first shot at it. I've seen a few of them. Yeah, yeah so you gotta, I've seen you know, that You got to well. read the those docs, and a lot of people don't. And a lot of times, especially condo docs, are it's like a book. It looks like the damn real estate book, and uh, you know, and who reads them? <laughs> That's the same way. Like people buy cars, and nobody reads them contracts. They just want they just want the car. Right. Yeah, it's according to what yep. the rules are, and you got to be careful. All right, what's the next one? All right, question number two. What do appraisers look for when appro- when appraising a home? Well, they look for the what the shape of the house is in. They'll look at that. They'll look at the heater system. They'll look at, they don't do a home inspection, but they'll go around the house looking to make sure everything's working, like the stove, all the burners work, and they'll give it a quick over, make sure the heater's working. They'll look for any leakage or the chip painting on the windows and then they'll try to compare it to apples to apples similar house to what this house is like if it's a three bedroom one and a half bath with a finished basement and all that they're going to try to find something that's similar so you're comparing apples to apples it's just amazing the one thing about this whole thing with appraisers is I talked to so many agents and appraisers about this, and most of the appraisers say that the agents never call them and like talk to them about the house. They just because they think they're not. They just cross their fingers and hope it works out. And appraisers make mistakes, so you know I'm always proactive, no matter what side I'm on, seller or buyer. I always talk to the appraiser and I send them comparatives so they don't miss one because they they're busy. They might do twenty in a week. And everybody makes mistakes. I told you about that one appraiser that told me they never up hear an appeal on an appraisal. So that, I said to the guy, so that means you're right 100% of the time. You know, <laughs> that company should, I told, the, I told that mortgage company, you should never use them again. 
What's the next question? All right. So the next question is, is it normal for a real estate agent to ask for $500 for a credit check? No. Absolutely not. No. First of all, that's so much liability on that agent and that agent's broker and that office. by Because to do that, they got to get their information to run a credit check. And if an agent said that to me, I, I would be like, what? Because that's up to the appraiser, to the mortgage company. Right. Like me, I, I turn my buyers over to you. You do all that. You collect all their docs, tax docs, everything, income docs, W-2s. And then I tell them, appraise them, uh, uh, approve them the highest they can go. And then we, and then we figure out what they want to spend a month and we shop down to that number. But for an agent to ask for 500 bucks to do a credit check, my antennas would be up. That's something very sketchy. Yeah, for that sure. That is not normal. What's next? I'm, I could see the mortgage company, you know, asking for that, but definitely not a real estate agent. 500 bucks yeah. for a credit check? No way. That sounds a little high. Yeah, it's extremely high. All right, question number four. Can you work as a sales agent for one broker and a leasing agent for a different broker? Not in Pennsylvania. Now- now, a lot of brokers don't like agents doing uh, leasing, doing leasing out of their offices because they don't like the liability, and they right. don't like, and they don't like crazy tenants showing up at their office screaming. <laughs> uh, but there's a solution to this problem. So, say you were an agent in PA, right. and you wanted to do listing a leasing agent in Jersey, you could hang your license at a, a Jersey brokerage and do leasing as long as they allowed it but you can't work for two brokers at the time and a and a leasing company has a broker so you can only work for one broker at a time what's the next one all right the next question is do i still have to pay back my mortgage company after they foreclosed my home and this one i remember years back when we had a lot of foreclosures after 08 and 10 9 and 10 and remember the scams that went on with the mortgage companies and these people, you know, defaulted it and they thought they were out of it. And then about eight months later, they get a letter for like 50 grand they owed to the mortgage company because they, whatever agent was representing them and them, they didn't read all the documents. And then they were stuck with this mortgage. They thought they were free and clear of. Remember all that? I do. Yep. But now, now the foreclosure rates deck like one point two percent, and back you know what? And an interesting fact for the audience: in in two thousand eight to two thousand eleven, when everybody was that was the worst real estate market in in history since the the, the depression. Real estate market has only crashed once in seventy five years, and that was the depression in two thousand eight. And but the foreclosure rate in the country is only five percent. Now, if you would have watched CNN every day, you would have thought half the country was in foreclosure, <laughs> but it was only 5%. And the normal foreclosure rate in the United States is 3 to 4% because of what, job loss, divorce, death, whatever. There's always right. reasons for all that. But right now, we're at like it's like 1.1 or 1.2%. Like all these people out there looking for foreclosures, there's not, there's hardly there's, any of them. There's no inventory. There's yeah. So, but uh, you got to be careful. 
if you are in foreclosure, you should get some help because there's lots of ways to get back out of it. Forbearance right. agreements. I, I had one, but way back when I still remember, you know, I was in trouble and I got in a forbearance agreement, which they lower your mortgage until you get back on your feet and then you pay on both until you catch up. I still don't remember how I got through all that, but I did. <laughs> I still got a food stamp. Terry was pregnant and uh, I lost, I, I had a business. My partner bailed and I was high and dry, had to go on welfare, just had a kid. Oh. And I, I had to get welfare for her. So I had some medical coverage and Terry had food stamps, which she hate, hated. Yeah, yeah. I still have one. I have a dish up on the, <laughs> in my bedroom where I throw my keys and my wallet and every night. And then I got the, I got that food stamp. I saved one. Just to remember, you know, how far what, you, where I came from. Yep, how far yeah, that's right. right. So coming up next is going to be our topic of the day. And it's seven key real estate trends for 2024 through 2026. Very good. So with that, you're listening to good news and real estate here on talk radio, 1210 WPHT all positive all the time. We'll be right back. Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at MortgageMom.net. Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with the mortgage mom, Deanne Katzeros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let the mortgage mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katzeros, the mortgage mom, NMLS 143589. Click mortgagemom.net. That's mortgagemom.net. If you're planning on listing your home for sale, get your home updated and don't pay anything until the house sells. Really, it's that simple. Curbio, your first stop with your agent before you list the property and your one stop for getting everything from painting and flooring to full home renovations. Go to Curbio.com, sell your home for a higher list price and realize an average 215% return on investment. It's stress-free, it's turnkey, and the process is easy. Go to Curbio.com. Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, the premier real estate school in Philadelphia, has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in Pennsylvania. And it's no wonder. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Total cost, only $4.99, including the book. Day, night, and weekend courses are available. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now. All right, welcome back to Good News and Real Estate here on 1210 WPHD, all positive, all the time. So where are we at the end? So, Mark, we are up to the day, which is seven key real estate trends for 2024 through 2026. Damn, 2026, we're talking about already. Anyway, there was a report examining the top seven trends set to impact the real estate industry in 2024 and beyond. And one of the key underlying drivers for these trends is relocation from big cities to the suburbs, a development that was occurring before 2020, but was accelerated when the pandemic started. But there are several other important changes in the real estate space to keep an eye on. One is 
house hunting goes digital. And once the pandemic started and everybody was stuck at home, everybody's on a computer. And that really accelerated right. everybody online. And due to the pandemic, the competitive housing marketing, some buyers purchased their homes without even stepping foot in them. Remember some of that? I, Oh, my God. I can't even Me imagine that. I mean, you know, and they were just looking at 3D tours and drone videos and virtual staging and buying the house without even going there. And virtual staging went up 187% over the last five years. Online searches for virtual staging, which were on the rise during the pre-pandemic, shot up through 2020, 2020, and the demand will finally likely decline now that we're out of that thing. Home tour is not the only aspect of buying that's going digital. Millennials, who were notorious for their reliance on social media, were also starting to turn into technology to learn more about the neighborhoods like Nextdoor, I see that site every once in a while. I allow residents to like take a look at the neighborhood, what's going on. The number two right. reason is people move from cities to the burbs. Now, we had a trend for a while uh, with with the millennials moving to the city. Huge trend. And now th- there's a reverse going on. And the biggest metro areas like New right. York, San Fran, Washington, D.C., and they're not mentioning all the crime and the lunatics that are running those cities are like... <laughs> Are likely rebound once the U.S. is firmly on the other side of the pandemic. <laughs> you know, there them three cities are a damn mess, but the trend of opting out of big city living persists through the next three to five years. The two underlying reasons for the shift are this shift is necessity and choice. Those who cannot afford to stay are moving out, while the wealthy are relocating by choice. Those that have lost their jobs can't afford big city prices anymore, are moving into affordable. Uh, suburbs. Last but not least, the suburbs are attracted destination due to lower taxes, cheaper housing, and rent prices. Some are moving out of the big cities looking for the suburbs to retain the big city feel that urban planners are referring to middle neighborhoods, which are like building these little cul-de-sacs like that. While the predominant middle neighborhood is a single family home, these areas also retain some of the conveniences of the big cities, such as multifamily house and options, good public transportation, walkability, shopping, and restaurants. The third reason is the Sun Belt's popularity continues to rise. This trend is just on is really hot. As Americans shift out of the big cities, one of the destinations is the Sun Belt. And right now, I can understand why. It's 17 degrees out. The pandemic reinforced the increased popularity of the Sun Belt, which is expected to persist for the foreseeable future. The Sun Belt swath of the U.S. stretches from California to North Carolina, encompassing 18 southern states in between. Approximately 75% of the country's population growth in the last 10 years has been in the Sun Belt states. In addition to its appeal, to the retire set, the region's becoming recreationally attractive to young professionals due to lower taxes, more affordable housing prices, and rent. Additionally, even the biggest Sunbelt cities offer more space compared to U.S. metro areas such as New York, Philly, and all that. The growth has not been limited to single-family homes, but also translates to multifamily and commercial real estate, which is interesting. Two major Sunbelt metros area, Dallas and Tampa, are ranked in the top 10 U.S. cities with a state poten- real estate potential. On the other hand, 
Major met- metropolitan areas like New York, Philadelphia, San Fan were among the worst real estate markets in the country in 2021 to move into. Number four, single family housing demands creates a shortage. And we've been talking about this lack of inventory forever. And they realtors are projecting home sales will rise 10% in 2021, which will bring them to the highest level since 2006. Research for single-family homes were at the highest rate in four years in 2020. But now, people are looking at this. They're seeing, they're waiting for the rates to come down, the growing importance of a home due to the quarantine and social distance and all that stuff. That had a strong uh, impact during the pandemic. But now the millennials are looking to purchase their first homes, start families, and also pursuing suburban growth. So that, that there's other reasons that, you know, they want to now be owners. And as a result, uh, we're predicting that, you know, real estate agents are, are starting to see this trend of more people wanting to buy. While all these, some of these conditions of low inventory, they still exist. But we're predicting that some of that's going to uh, loosen up in 24 and forward. and But the prices are still going to go up. And that's number five. Home prices are going to continue, continue to rise. They're expecting them to go up for the next five years. And one of the problems is the inventory. When there's no inventory, prices go up. And right. we're in a really strong seller's market. Right. In fact, over the last two months, We've lost inventory again. We were down to like 2,900 actives one day in Philly. You're talking over 600,000 units. Bucks County had about 550 for sale, and Montgomery County had 537. That's in the whole county. So so that's why. And then also you had the prices going up. So, you know, as market values increase, home equity does too. And that's why you should buy. And now with the rates dropping, we're already in the sixes. On average, you're probably picking up ten thousand a year in equity. So I mean, these renters aren't doing that. Five point eight percent in equity. That's right. And then the and then sixes, the mortgage rate drops. And and you're right, they're dropping. And now we're in the sixes already. We're almost up to eight. And they're predicting four interest rate decreases in twenty four. And we'll see. Maybe the Fed will go back behind the curtain and start stop doing press conferences. And but if those rates start coming down, then sellers will start looking a little more optimistic at the market. And one of the problems, I tell you, if we could get everybody in Philadelphia to listen to our show one week, all million five of them, I guarantee it'd be a ton of listings. But the mark, the public does not know what's going on with real estate. The media doesn't talk about it. They only Mark, talk about bad news. Exactly. Now, you know, you know, I'm on a cruise with a real estate company. <clears throat> excuse me. And we had a meeting yesterday and I talked about what the average interest rate is, or, you know, over the past, since 1971, the average interest right. rate, 7.74%. Nobody knew that. And, and I had to tell them, you know, go out and talk to your sellers because, with the equity that's in their house, they have a nice chunk to put down on their new home. We can get rid of all of their debt. And they and it's all about the positive cash flow. If we can wipe out people's credit card debt, get them into the home of their dreams, and 
by paying off all their debt, we're increasing their cash flow by $4,000 a month. Nobody's asking what the rate is at that point. And you're talking to real estate agents. They should know this. Yep. So it baffles me. That not, and them not picking up the phone. And then, and then also you got all these rentals. Now they just built two in Fox Chase where I live and them rents are going to be probably 2,500 bucks a month. Rents predicted to go up 6.7% next year. So, I mean, you're not gaining anything by paying somebody else's mortgage. Correct. Now, what you just said with all that equity, you could buy another place and have another income. I mean, if you bought a two by two in my neighborhood, you're probably going to be collecting five grand a month. That's a pension, you know, for the rest of your life. Agreed. So, you know, all this kind of stuff is like, they just got to like, wake up. When you talk, when I talk to realtors and tell them stuff like the average interest rate historically is seven, eight percent, and they look at, they should know that stuff. So that means they're not calling their database. They're old buyers. They're old sellers. They're not keeping them informed on the market. So those people aren't making any moves because they don't know what's going on. So to wrap the whole thing up, as more people in the suburbs look to purchase them, single have prices are going to go up still. But you got to, even though the prices are going up, when you after you buy, your prices are going to be going up. So you're gaining equity. So I mean, you got to buy. This is a great time to buy, and it's the best time in history to sell. And I'll tell you, if people don't sell in the next few years, they're going to be kicking themselves in the butt. Because That's they're right. going to get top dollar for their house. And and they're still going to find one. Oh, that other object. Well, if I sell, where am I going to move to? There's hardly anything for sale. But you know what? You will find something. You will find something. The stars <laughs> will align. <laughs> Jeez, Louise, give me a break. All right. So we are up to our business segment with Asking Dr. A. And today we're talking about goals for 2024 with the C personality. So welcome, Dr. A. How are you, Dr. Abelson? Hi, Dan. How are you doing? I'm doing fabulous. Good. And you, Mark? I am very good. So we went over the goals for the D, the I, the S, and now we're at the C, the accountant-type mentality, the ones that biggest fear is making a mistake. So tell us about them. Well, what's going to happen is they're going to be very detail-oriented. So they're going to give you a long list of goals, okay? And then they're going to get in the weeds, uh, as far as exactly what has to be done, because as you mentioned, they have this fear of being wrong. Yeah. So what they need to do is they they frequently overcompensate for that fear of being wrong. All right. And they make sure that they're not going to be wrong. So they give you all this detail. Uh, you get lost in the weeds. You spend so much time goal planning. You don't have time for goal implementation. which is great for the C's. That's what they love anyhow, because they're afraid that even if you get started and after you get started, okay, working on the goals, it's not going to be successful. Yeah. I used to try to avoid meetings with a bunch of C's, especially a lot of C's in the meeting that wanted to talk about the upcoming year because it'll go on forever it will it will because they'll keep on adding things to it so what what you need to do is you need to work with them to prioritize and if they want to get in the weeds fine let's get in the weeds with two or three goals all right uh we when have an overarching or overall goal and then uh what are some sub goals that we can focus on that are going to help us attain 
that overall goal. All right. And then you focus on one or two of them at a time. You come with an implementation plan. But then what you need to do, especially with the C's, uh, and this is the same thing with, truthfully, it's the same thing with, with, with the, with the D's and the I's as well. And that is you have to set deadlines right. and you have to hold them accountable for the deadlines. That's the, that's the benefit of having a coach who you work with because they keep you accountable to those deadlines. Okay. To, uh, to, 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 to get it done. Uh, if you're an engineer, you know, it via agile. Okay. Which is a particular process and a way of getting it done. Agile is interesting because you set a goal, you set a date, you set a deadline, and then whatever you have at that point, that's, that's what right. you go with. And that's, and that's one of the biggest problems with a lot of small business people. They don't have deadlines and um, a lot of them don't have assistance. Just having an assistant will help, help, help with you accountable because the assistant that you're paying knows if you're doing it or not. So, you know, you're paying them and you're asking them to help you, but now you're not doing what's supposed to be done. I, that's why 90% of the realtors in our industry do not have an assistant, which is unbelievable to me, but that's the statistic. And that's why they don't hold themselves. And a bunch of them are S's and C's. And a bunch of them, they're all over the place. They spend most of the time in the 80% because nobody's holding them accountable. Right. So, and, and it's important that you do have that deadline, you know, because the difference between, you know, a, a dream uh, and actually getting something done is a deadline. And, right. and so, you, so you, need, you need to have that deadline to make sure that, that uh, you have the, you, you, you're getting progress you're making progress because if you're not making progress then you just get more and more frustrated uh and and that can be a, a downward spiral type of effect and the one thing with the c's are when you're figuring out what you're what they have to do like you got to be careful what you're giving them to do because they're not going to be the ones that don't want to make phone calls no. or take chances that's why a lot of people like real estate agents that get involved in the business that are c's they all get in the business for two reasons. They want to be a realtor and investor, but most of them will never do an investment property because they can't pull the trigger. Right. It's always what if, what if, what if, what if. Right. And that's why fun. it's important to have these goals and to have and have deadlines that are attached with certain behaviors or tasks or activities that you're going to do in order to implement the goals. Uh, and again, that's why agile works because if you set a goal of noon at a certain day, Bam, it's got to be done. So if right. people are interested, all they have to do is contact us at succeed at ableson.net or go to the ableson.group.com and let us know and we'll get back to you right away so we can work with you to show you how to meet these goals for 2024 and beyond. Awesome. Very good. Thank you, Dr. A. Thanks, Dr. Abelson. Take care, guys. Take care. If you have any questions, you can email Mark at 8029 at comcast.net. Or give them a call at 267-266-5501. You can also email me at dnkatsaris at comcast.net. Or give me a call at 609-605-7153. And a special thanks for our listeners for tuning in every week here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. If you want to be a sponsor, call me up. Uh, I will explain to you how it works. We'd love you to have some people join our team. And you can listen to this show and all our shows at our uh, goodnewsandrealestate.com. And we're here every Saturday at 1 o'clock to keep you informed. We're the only real estate show in town. 
So with that, have a great week. I'm Mark Cumberland. I'm Deanne Katsaris, your mortgage mom. You've been listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All All positive, positive, all all the the time. Thanks for listening to Good News in Real Estate. If you'd like to contact Mark Cumberland or Deanne Katsaris or listen to any of the past shows, go to goodnewsinrealestate.com. This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre recorded.